Stupidity. The rise of stupidity. Cracking. I am very hungover and trying to force a beer down my neck to stop that happen, stop feeling like this anymore. Christmas party last night, wasn't it? It was in February. <laughs> it's impressive. Shows how much your company cares about you. <laughs> yeah. Cost a fortune booking them in December. Well, no, what it was is they come up with this brilliant idea right. of holding them on a Friday instead of a Saturday, and my shift was on nights, right. so we couldn't go. Uh. So um, they gave us all like 25 quid and said, organise your own do. We had a 500 pound tab we burned through. So, so you didn't get invited to the actual. So everyone else apart from your shift went to a different. Yeah. The main. Like, the main proper one where there was yeah. probably entertainment and yeah, good food. Yeah, there was, yeah, yeah. And yeah. you like. It's 25 quid each. And you went for a <laughs> pint in a scabby ass pub two months after fucking Christmas. Oh, yeah. Uh... <laughs> all I want to say is they don't give a fuck about us. <laughs> They don't. Just a uh, number, guys. Just a number. That's capitalism for you. That's capitalism. <laughs> well, I went to my Christmas party and my boss completely ignored me and incredibly drunkenly just stared at the owner while I was stood right next to him. He was like, he doesn't know how fucking lucky he is. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, I do. Uh, <laughs> kind of do. No. <laughs> hey, Harold. Hey. Oh. <laughs> Stop looking at the tits. <laughs> Well, he's literally about the height of her tits. He's tiny. Yeah. So, anyway. How old is he? 70. Oh, so he's just a drunken old lech then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Very much so. It's a mini Trump. <laughs> he didn't grab him by the pussy. <laughs> did he? No, he did not. <laughs> It'd be okay if that... he did, because that's just like a room talk. I <laughs> I'm not. Go- no, we're not going down that road. I don't think you'd have been too happy, though. Why? Oh, if he grabbed it by the pussy? Yeah. Not really, but like, that is definitely worth a couple of grand. And it yeah. won't go further than this. <laughs> and at least a month off work paid. Yeah. 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 So actually, I wouldn't have minded if he grabbed it by the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> sure she would have, but... Yeah. I think she, you could have been in the doghouse a bit, to be fair. Yeah, well, like I said last week, doghouse was actually quite comfortable when you get used to it. <laughs> That's what you make of it. It's true. Home is where the heart is. This is peace and quiet. Exactly. Where I hang my hat. That's where home is, isn't it? Out there in the doghouse. Yeah. All right, then. Let's start with the, the first one. What are we doing? Did we explain what we're doing? Weird news, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, then. <laughs> Dogs poop in alignment with Earth's magnetic field, study finds. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> listen, they've got time to mm. work out which way dogs poo, mm-hmm. but no one's cured cancer. Yeah, but it depends which is easier, isn't it? Well, I suppose. Who's, who thinks I know? A study which way dogs face. Because it is shit. pretty fucking weird that every single time you walk your dog, he does this stupid little fucking spinny little dance. Just have a shit, mate. And then he picks a, a. And you're like, well, why did he pick that? What was different about than 30 degrees that way? Why did he stop on that bit? Because they will. Sometimes my dog. Oh, he's my parents' dog now. He lives with them. He would, like, spin one way and stop. And you'd think, oh, he's going to go. No, he wasn't satisfied. The whole fucking charade would start again. <laughs> and there'd be some more spinning. There's your answer, Ben. why they do it? Human nature. Curiosity. Yeah, so uh, that is pretty interesting. Isn't it? What, what, what is he doing? Because my guess was, I remember thinking, because I did watch this behaviour and think, what is going on here? I thought he was trying to find, it was like a defence thing. Like he was trying to reassure himself, I'm going to have one more scout round. There's definitely fuck all coming. Because didn't you tell me the other day, because he would also, like, they look up at you, right? They look at, yeah, they always want Because I used to think he was looking at me as to say, like, bro, fuck off a bit, will you? You know what I mean? I'm having yeah. privacy. It'd be like if I, if you were having a poo and I just came and opened the door and stared at you, you'd be like... <laughs> yeah, get the fucking pervert. <laughs> yeah, that's what I felt the dog was 
his look was, but you told me it was something different, wasn't it? Yeah, they um, they look at you because you're supposed to be watching their back while they shit, because that's when you're at your most vulnerable. Right. That so it's sense. like a pack mentality thing. But what have these scientists found then? They found that they used the Earth's magnetic field when they were leaving themselves. Not only that, but canines choose to do so in a north-south axis. A uh, new study published in the journal Frontiers in Zoology says... The study suggests that dogs are sensitive to small variations in the Earth's magnetic field, and after examining 70 dogs made up of 37 breeds over two years, 1,893 defecations and 5,582 urinations, researchers found that the under, under calm magnetic field conditions, dogs preferred to excrete with the body being aligned along the north-south axis, avoiding east-west altogether. Dogs were observed in a free-roaming environment, meaning they were not leashed and not influenced by walls or roads that would influence their linear movement. I wonder why not the north-south. I don't know. Here's, it'll be fun for you just to try, though. Do you own a compass? No. And I was on my phone. There you go. When you're walking the dog, just do a little... Yeah, when he's finished, I'll go over and stand in the way he was facing and check the compass. All right, I'm going to do my own study. There you go. But That's yeah, under calm magnetic field conditions, though. Under what? Well, there's any other field. Well, I don't, I don't know what is not calm. I'm just saying. But Mike asked a very valid question there, though. The... Why are they picking that certain thing? And it goes on to say that they don't even know. I suppose, yeah. how could we know whether they're consciously doing mm. it? So, yeah, because he hasn't got a compass. He could be. They are so sensitive. Their sensory equipment, though, is extremely... Fucking accurate and highly tuned, isn't it? To like oh, the smell and hearing and things like that. So maybe they are just useless. <laughs> but without even knowing it, right in Rio, isn't it? Maybe they are just kind of sensitive to the magnet. Well, birds use magnetism, don't they? Yeah, yeah. I don't know how. I can't remember. I just remember hearing that on something. To navigate. That's how they, yeah, they're like homing pigeons. Only one eye, that. isn't it? If you colour mm. one eye, and they can't do it, the left or the right. I'm not sure which one. I'm not putting little eye patches on pigeons. <laughs> Catch one first. Catch that chicken rock. (laughs) Catch that pigeon. You catch that pigeon, you can catch grease lightning. (laughs) Feathered fucking rats. You're a bum rock. You're a tomato. (laughs) And I ain't running no soup kitchen. So, that was my Mickey. Well done. Thank you. Next next news? Yeah. Did it say why, though? No. Did they have a conclusion? Just think about if you're more comfortable that way. Oh, Lord. Yes, a picture of dead sheep with a pentagram. As a Welshman, this really troubles me. <laughs> a waste of a perfectly good fuck toy. <laughs> a sheep has been found impaled on a pitchfork alongside an upside-down cross made of hay in the latest animal killing to feature occult imagery in the New Forest. Wow. The animal is reported to have been stabbed multiple times before being left on a road near the village of Cadnam in the Hampshire National Park. The death of the ewe, found on 2nd of January, is the latest in a spate of animal attacks apparently linked to the occult in the region. It comes after a dead sheep was found with five-pointed pentagrams sprayed onto it near the village of Bramshaw in November. Uh. Two cows have also been attacked and satanic symbols are painted on the door of a church. I'm extremely saddened that we seem to live in a society where someone gets pleasure by attacking and stabbing to death. Innocent, non-aggressive animals. Wendy Morn, who owned the last sheep curled, told the Southern Daily Echo. Bit creepy, isn't it? Just a bit. Nah, do you know what this smells of to me? Teenagers. Des- some sad little desperate fucking goth who's nowhere near as edgy as he actually fucking thinks he is. He hasn't really read anything about Satanism. You know, this is his idea of... Right? I mean, look, it just... Oh, he's so edgy, he killed a sheep and sprayed a pentagram on it. Did you slit its throat and masturbate under the cascading blood as you fucking inhaled, like, fucking DMT from its anal ring? No, you didn't, <laughs> you lightweight pussy poser. Is that speaking from experience? Yes! <laughs> We've covered this. You know what I mean? If you really want to get into the satanic... This is, this is fucking child's play. This is fucking this some is just poser. A sociopath with yes, issues. A prick. Who's not not satanic at all. He's just It's probably well, a group of edgy goths. That's my guess. No, it's one trying to impress it's just to, to me this just is lame. It's lame. Well Reverend Bacon's concerned. Of course he is. <laughs> He's gonna have to save his. 
Yeah. <laughs> He's bacon. Yeah. Save his lamb. Yeah. yeah. No. There's been witchcraft around there for hundreds of years, though. <gasps> Apparently, according to that. What have they achieved? Precisely, fuck all. A lot of them got burnt at the stake, probably. Yeah, but I mean, the people doing the witchcraft. Oh, well, no, oh, it's, all, it. it's all bollocks, it doesn't work. Exactly. Apart from sex magic. Well, that works. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Mm-hmm. But like I said, this just stabbing it a bit and, and like, fucking hammer in some, uh, <laughs> some swastika, not swastika, sorry. Ooh, pentagrams. Hello. <laughs> uh, pentagrams on it. That's not, I mean, you should have, they should have at least bathed in its blood, shouldn't they, and performed a death wank. Well, they may have done. We'll be keeping nah, on in the article. It, it's all, it's intact. They would have, like, uh, rubbed the innards all over themselves in a mad ritual, wouldn't they? Mm. Or something like that, I don't know. Yeah, it's still a bit fucking weird. Just kill the sheep. Dicks. I, I like did that it. to an edge job, would What? Just Impaled fuck, it on a pitchfork? Just just yeah, just to fuck with people and spray, <laughs> spray swastikas on it. That's the hedgehogs. <laughs> Oh man, imagine hedgehogs dressed in little black SS uniforms. <laughs> little red bands <laughs> on their front. That'd be cute, wouldn't it? That'd be a wet dream, wouldn't it? No. <laughs> I don't think the hedgehog should be forced into any political party. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I've derailed us all. I'm sorry. <laughs> I never did that to a hedgehog. I should hope not. I gave one milk once. Well, that's cured it. Alright. <laughs> it seemed to look You're not meant milk. to give it bread and milk. Yeah, they love it, but they can't digest it, it ends mm. up killing them. So he went to give him he water up and died. Any cat food. But he died happy, Mike. You can't blame me for not knowing that I was supposed to give it cat food because it says on cat food, I don't know if you've seen this, it says cat food and there's a picture of a cat. And I'm a fairly simple person. <laughs> you know what I mean? If it, had, if it had a picture of a cat and a little hedgehog in the background, <laughs> I thought might have spurned in my mind, like, oh, well, yeah, milk. Yeah. Anyway, it's not a picture of a hedgehog and milk, is it? That defies your logic, sir. All animals like milk, don't they? (laughs) All animals like a bit of milk. Spiders, you can milk a spider, Mm -hmm. did you know that? And its milk contains 100 times more protein. No, sorry, not 100. Four times more protein than cat's milk. It's a fucking long time to get a pint there. Yeah, they just did so much of it. But yes, four times. you've got a million spiders on the Spider's milk. Would you drink a pint of spider's milk? I don't want to. What price would we be talking to get you to, to down the pint of spider's milk? Is it spider-free? Well, there's no spiders in it. You don't fucking get cows floating in your fucking <laughs> cow milk. Will it turn you into Spider-Man? No, it just probably tastes uh, a bit gross. And it'll, four times as much, it'll turn into a fat bastard because it's got four times as much protein as cow's milk. But I imagine it's just a thought of any. Would you do it for 50 quid? Probably. I'm going to drink the whole pint? or Yeah, I couldn't do it for 50. I've got no idea what it tastes like at this point. <laughs> Plus, we'd probably have to kill a million spiders to get a pint of their milk. But fuck well, they're doing really. cockroach milk, so... Mm. I'd, I'm talking... I think we've got to go up to a grand for me to drink the spider's milk. But cockroach milk? Because you might be the first human to have done it. So we don't even know if it's safe at this point. <laughs> it's just a factoid. Not from a venomous spider. No. Well, you'd like to or think they checked, so... Hey, you know when you milk the venomous spiders, did you check to see if it was filtered, if it was coming from the same... <laughs> oh no, it's just a shit... I'm going to move my mouth. He just back spasms, he just... He spasms mouth. so hard you snap your own back. How much would it cost to get you to drink a pint of dog's milk? Well, I'm really thrilled a bit. Any, any of these options, to be fair. How I don't really drink milk for a cow, to be honest. Price. What's the difference over a cow or a dog? It's just psychological. A, yeah. And I imagine the taste. There's got to be something about cow's mm. milk. There's a reason why. I suppose just it's easy to get. I've had goat's milk. I've never tried goat's milk. No, no, man. Is it rank? I've tried soy milk. It ain't milk. as nice as cat milk. Well, so you wouldn't have dog's milk. Cat's milk. Would you drink a pint of cat milk? I don't want to drink oh. any of the milk, really. For like, let's say, what, 50 quid? Or would it take more? Cat milk, all right, 50 quid, yeah. Right. <laughs> a milk from a cat for yeah. 50 quid. I haven't got to milk it, though, have I? You're a cheap bastard, man. You'd be giving me a grand at least. <laughs> no, you'd have to milk the cats yourself That's all right, though, for 50 quid. I'd pay you more than that, yeah. at least what minimum wage. Milk? <laughs> Who's milk? Bulls. Bulls. No, I'm not drinking that at all. <laughs> Is that code for semen? Yeah. Uh, milk. The oh, milk. what fucking film is that? 
Kingpin? Yeah, Kingpin. Is that a milky cow? We don't have a cow, we have a bull, and he's just like drinking from the bucket. For starters, that's not pasteurised, so mm. it was milk, and he's gonna he's gonna die. Oh man. But he's probably not because he's a bit semen. Yeah. Gonna get cow eats. I'm just trying to think what I'm just trying to get to an animal where you'll say, no, I'm not drinking that milk. Any insect really, I'm not down so, for, I'm not down spiders, for insects. A pint of spider's milk. I'm gonna ask God, Google. If anyone's ever drank spider's milk. Alright. Well, you... Uh, oh, it's my next. turn. Oh, I'll, I'll, we'll come back. We'll have a follow-up on the spider's milk, dear listener. Because we're professional. Indeed. Next to the news. Police called out over fears a gorilla was on the loose in Barrow. Chaos was caused in Barrow after a member of the public called the police after spotting what he thought was a gorilla um, on the loose. The police arrived in Ironworks Road to find it was actually a man dressed as a gorilla to promote a bingo night which is due to take place next month. The scared caller was thought to have told the police there was a gorilla prowling the streets in Barrow. The gorilla, <laughs> named Nigella, is used to promote multiple bingo nights across the north of England. The man who runs these events, Adam Robinson, believes that they are usually well received but, sa <laughs> but said that it did not go well in this particular case. He wanted to stress that their intention was not to waste police time. Well, you haven't, mate. It's the cunt calling them yeah, that's wasted uh, it. How fucking dumb do you have to be <laughs> to call the police? I mean, I don't know if there's a zoo near Barrow, mm. right? If mm. there is, okay. If there's gorillas in that zoo. But if there isn't, where do you think the fucking gorillas come from? Yeah, but just imagine, like, in the mist of Barrow, you just seeing this... <laughs> Big fucking ape come walking through the mist. Yeah, but my first thought would be costume probably yeah. given away by the fact that it's a fucking costume. Yeah. Where's the gorilla come from? That's my issue. Where has the gorilla come from? You hear things escaping from zoos all the time. Yeah, but there's not a zoo nearby. Is there not? Well, I don't know. But if there isn't, they're going to ask this guy the question, where's the gorilla come from? Right, for a split second then it's going to freak you out. It might do, but I wouldn't be... <laughs> but to call the police takes a... You're going to be looking at it for a while. Or maybe you just glimpsed it and it just sort of like went past the building and you just sort of think, what the fuck? It's an ape loose. <laughs> I still think the first question that should go through your head is, where's that gorilla come from? And you well, if there was a gorilla escape at a zoo, then that would have been news. You'd have heard about it. They'd be well, posters up saying, have you seen this gorilla? Not if it's just escaped, like, ten minutes ago and no one's noticed. Yeah, but if there isn't a zoo nearby... Maybe it hopped on a train. <laughs> well, no one complained of that. Yeah, you get um, fake trains that come past with just goods on. How did you buy a ticket? Just, just jumped on. Just sorry. jumped on a goods train. They keep the doors open to them. <laughs> on the top of it? It's a fucking gorilla. You it's can't just ride around on the top of a train. You're having a way of a time. How's it going to know a duck when it goes to a tunnel? And didn't, this, guys. didn't this person fucking notice... The fact that the gorilla was carrying a sandwich board that said, like, bingo, bingo yeah. tonight. <laughs> Fucking silly cunts in Barrow, aren't they? Fuck yeah. them. I think that concludes that news story. An update on the spider's milk. All oh, right, go on. My research, re research has not gone well. The first thing that comes up when I literally Googled, has anyone ever drank spider's milk? First result is somebody asking the question on Quora.com. Is it okay to drink milk after a spider has fallen into it? Oof. Basically, there are species of spiders who, um, whose babies suckle milk from them in the nest. So we're talking microscopic amounts, but I can't find out if a human's ever tried it. There's also a story here that says, I'm assuming this is Australia without even clicking on it. An entire family died after a poisonous spider got in their kettle. Ooh. Yeah. They must have boiled it and released all the... Maybe yeah. they it in the boiling water and seeped out the poison Ooh. or something and... Fuck Australia, yeah. yeah, you wouldn't In the nicest that. possible way. I love Australians, but I wouldn't. Killed by a cup of tea. Couldn't live there. I wouldn't find an Englishman do that. <laughs> <laughs> I just... They'd have known, they'd have smelled, they'd go, that's not, that's not right. It's yeah. <laughs> a shit. I mean, I'm sure Australia's lovely in that, but I don't want to live anywhere where I've got to check loads of stuff uh, to see if there's a spider waiting to bite me. Spoos. I mean, spoos, I'm going to go, go, go to the toilet, I've got to check the spiders, check if there's a fucking spider there. I'm, yeah, what if I'm drunk and forget and it bites me? I'm dead then. Mm. You know? Yeah, not for me. So, yeah, it wasn't a fucking 
Gorilla, was it? No. But no. it was. Well, it was a gorilla called Nigella, with a bloke inside one. it. What a silly prick. Yes. Yes. Paula White, who was uh, one of Trumpy's uh, advisors, spiritual advisors. I'm so glad because Paul White is uh, the big show. Oh. <laughs> Thank God he hasn't got a weird. Oh, <laughs> God, what's he been saying? <laughs> yes, well, she says that it's statistically proven that crime decreased globally because Christians prayed after 9 11. <sighs> <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> During a service earlier this month at a City of Destiny church in Apopoca, Florida. Can I just say something? So if if they if they prayed and crime went down, obviously they weren't praying hard enough for the towers to stay up. Oh, yeah, by that logic. God was like, you know, you haven't prayed about them towers recently, have you? <laughs> Does this mean that we've all got to pray for buildings now? Pray for me. Pray for us all. No, just specifically me. <laughs> yes, she is a White House aide. She proclaimed that people who support reproductive rights have sold their souls to Satan while also asserting that it's been statistically proven that crime rates fell dramatically around the world after the 9-11 terrorist attack because Christians prayed. White, who has been a key spiritual advisor to Donald Trump for years, well, last four years, Probably. I can't see him having a spiritual advisor before he had to fucking dupe all these people. And plus, who's going to commit a crime the day after 9-11? Security's going to be through the roof. Well, yeah, there's... Do you know what I mean? It's one of the few times we had armed police trotting yeah. about. If you planned a burglary or something on the day after 9-11, and you went, you know, you fucked, didn't you? Well, yeah. I don't know. In all fairness... Maybe there are certain Especially places. if you're Middle Eastern. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but there might have been ways, like... Let's say airports were obviously on lockdown and that, but the police might have been stretched, maybe like, because lots of people weren't at work. Maybe. Maybe it would have been easy to hit a warehouse or something like that. Do you know what I mean? It's a big problem, the Blitz. Oh, yeah. Uh, something yeah. I didn't know about. Yeah. Of... Crime was rampant yeah. because they're just opportunists. Oh, yeah. People. And I've, I want to write a story about this one day, but I need to do more research. My fantasy comic book would be, because I didn't know this. So you've got, on the one hand, during the Blitz, you've got that happening. Poor people, like, scouring through the wreckage, breaking in places, stealing, going nuts. But you had, like, the upper-class young people had a different approach, and they went all, like, um... What's the fucking word? Like, hedonistic. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, we could fucking die at any minute. So apparently they had, like, intensely mad balls and parties and just cocaine and insanity... I think they called themselves the Glitterati or something like that, but like, yeah, but it was kind of in a mm. kind of decadent, not decadent, not the right word. It was done out of a kind of like, it's fucking London's being bummed, man. We could, could be our last night on earth, but we're rich, we're young, we're beautiful, so we're going to party. But at the same time, you've got these people scouring through the wreckage. I'd like a yeah. story about somebody down there finding out about the people up there having these kinds of parties and like getting in. Somehow, you know what I mean? Maybe right. torture them all. No, no, just like, get, like, edit. I don't know how it would end. You like, his pigs. I just think it'd be interesting. <laughs> some working class Eat person. Their hearts. <laughs> just a non-violent. So what you're suggesting is pretty woman, but set in the blitz kind of thing. And the other way around. I want like a working class lad to find his way into these this party scene somehow, and it will all end in tears, obviously. And depression, probably, and bombs. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think that'd be... Then he gets called up to fight. There should have been... Why, why, why weren't they fighting? And another idea I have is I wanted somebody left behind in the streets to... The, you know that book? I watched a documentary about the, the book of, like, hand-to-hand combat that all British soldiers had with all, mm. like, the, the moves in, the, like, you know, attack the throat, grab the wrist. Whoosh. I want, like, somebody who didn't go to war, who's left behind in the blitz and all the shit and the crime, to have access to that book. And like use it to become like a reverse Batman in a way, oh, yeah. just like you know, like fucking punching people in the throat to steal. And like, <laughs> there's lots of stories to be told in the Blitz. I there think, was a untold. serial killer in during the Blitz, the Blackout mm. Ripper. Mm. Never heard of him. Yeah. Did he get blown up? Do you reckon? Um, I, don't know got, I don't know if they caught him where he got blown up. I don't know a lot about. It. I just know there was a, a guy running around because I remember London was pitch black. Yeah. You know, it would have been easy to fucking get away with it, wouldn't it? Mm. 
I think I'd have been doing a mix of the two. I'd have been drunkenly stealing things and having a good time. Well, if it's, if a bomb's fallen on my neighbour's house and they're all dead, well, they ain't gonna need the stuff, are they? Yeah, I'd be in there looking for valuables. I'm just being honest. The air raid precaution officers, whose job it was, they were usually the guys out on the streets, like putting out fire bombs as well. And mm. um, they would be the first on the scene, just mainly to stop people looting the houses. Mm. Human nature, man. You know, a few quid. Well, they're making it. That's it. Well, they're going to need it, are they? You know? Apparently, I can't remember what show I heard it on, but like, you know, during the most recent London riots a few years ago, they were like a couple of days long, weren't they? When that guy got shot in Tottenham. Yeah. Remember? But apparently, like, it's on CCTV, you can see it. Somebody smashes a hole through a window into like a shop because it's quite a small hole. The hoodlums form an orderly queue. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> That's very we, British. We can't fucking help ourselves, <laughs> can we? Yeah, no, bro, he was here first, mate, innit? All right? Yeah, he's done it. Yeah, he's done now, you. No, 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 there's a queue, mate. Oh, sorry, sorry. Sorry, I'll get to the back. Sorry, I didn't realise. Sorry. Yeah, do it fucking properly, innit? Uh, one of my favourite photos <laughs> from those rides was some guy who just done a Tesco's and was running out with a bag of rice. I can't that. Uh, you know, Tesco, hungry, Tesco value rice. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it was a big fucking bag. It, it was yeah. a big bag. My like, missus is going to be so pleased with me. <laughs> Those idiots. Mm-hmm. But just, not for any international listener, to, so basically these fools and in the most CCTV'd country in the world, without covering their faces, just thought for one night, yeah, fuck, the, we, we've overthrown you all. Yeah, we're in charge. Was and it caused by the murder of that black Yeah, kid? yeah, guy got shot Steve in Tottenham. Somebody. But, just like in the early hours of the next few days, the police just slowly but surely identified yeah. as many of these people as humanly possible and just went and arrested them in their beds. Fucking idiots. They were fun I mean, to watch all those riots. It started, I agree. Right. I can see why it kicked off. Fair enough. Yeah, it kicked off because somebody was shot. Unlawfully, as they see it, he probably was shot unlawfully. He was a bit of a yeah. bit of a criminal, though. Wasn't yeah, but it, it was a bit of dodginess with putting a gun on him. I think yeah. there was some planting of evidence, and people kicked off, and I get that. But the bit where I start going, "Oh, you cunts!" is when it turns from like protesting and being angry to like smashing up the local businesses, wrecking the you know the mini marts and the things, and burning property, and just then it's like, "Oh, you're shitting on your own community now." It's like, you're pissed off with them, so we're going to tear ourselves to bits. And like, yeah. Where's the money? Do you think they're going to pump the money back in to rebuild all this? And what I do love, though, for them nights is like the Turkish shop owners and the sort of Indians and people like getting together and like arming themselves to the yeah. teeth and just be like, nobody's smashing up our family business. <laughs> and they didn't. <laughs> it was like, you had, genuinely, you had, did have people from the street, from streets, mm. just like cordoning off the street both ends yeah. and saying right well no one's coming down here to smash our show up and yeah. would fight the people off mm-hmm. I did watch a lot of it that night on uh, Rolling News 24 hour I can remember being quite like whoa because it spread didn't it like there yeah. was some in Manchester little tiny bit of walls Birmingham yeah but because I remember people panicking it was one of them because I was watching it thinking oh fuck is this really gonna is this it is this the uprise do you know what I mean yeah. like, but no Law and order, because everyone has to go to bed. That's it. Everyone has to have a rest. Everyone needs a wash and a, some. They go go back to their well, mum. The French together. are still doing it. A year strong. Well, I know. I was watching a lot of that because I've been watching it. Did they shoot him in the back of the head with a beanbag? Yeah, weapon? yeah. It looked like that to me. It was still shocking when I watched it. Before I expanded it to big, when I just sit it up, upright on my phone, I was like, "Fuck me!" Because you see his body go like they just shot a cunt in the back of the head in front of everyone. But no, I think it's a. Still not cool. Couldn't have somebody just been like, kicked him off. Like, mm. have you seen that footage? I haven't. No. It's a fireman climbs up onto the police tank, mm. lights a flare, and he's like, "Yeah, to all his mates," and he's just sitting on a tank. And then you just to see something fire, and like you see his whole body go <laughs> limp, like inset, oh. like shit, and you hear like the the fireman in the thing go. Excessive oh. force, isn't it? It's gotta be. Uh, I watched the police fighting with the firefighters on the other day, and, uh, and there was uh, there was more police than there was firefighters, and of course they started to have a fight with them, so yeah. not ganging up on them. And yes. then 
You just saw the police starting to drift away. Mm. And I thought, what's going on here then? And then the camera panned up the street and there's like 300 firefighters coming down the street running at them. There's been a lot of police suicides. Has it? Well, they're fighting against their, yeah, their family, their friends. Their I was thinking about that whilst yeah. watching the videos. Like, how do they feel about fighting with firemen? I know, like, red mist, the heat at the moment, it's a very powder keg situation. I bet everyone's heart's doing this, adrenaline is just... Ugh. But imagine at the end of the day going home and thinking back and you're like, fuck me, man. Like, I just I was, beat Bob's brains. I beating the shit out of a fireman, right? <laughs> yeah. What am I doing? But, but, see, I'm a bit confused about this because... Uh, it shows how susceptible we are, though, with the whole Twitter and all that. I was like, yeah, they, why aren't the BBC reporting this? It's bullshit, they're swallowing this because they don't want us all to know, do they? But then I saw an article that was like, all you've got to do is go on the website, and apparently this is being reported on the BBC website, but it didn't seem to me like this has been top. No. Shouldn't it have been like in the news every... Yeah, every day. Yeah. So it has been suppressed to an has. extent, hasn't it? Like, well, they don't want us uh, thinking, look, they're fenching, yeah, right? Because mm, of the pensions. One year on, they're still doing it, and they're getting. The good thing is, they're getting their demands. Mm. They got some back from Macron, didn't they? Good. They said it's not enough. They kept going, but. How? Power to the people. Yeah. We'll never have a revolution in this country because of the weather. <laughs> and we're all lazy. Yeah. We'd rather stay at home. Footballs aren't free. Well, that's it. And imagine if it starts to rain, everyone just goes, oh, oh bollocks. Let's go home, mate. Go to the pub. Yeah. Fancy a Greg's? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go loot Greg's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a day. Well, anyway, this mad bitch is also saying about, um, she's mainly having a rant about abortion. Right. Saying that, you know. Remind uh, us again, who is it? Paula White. Think he's a Trump's advisor. Yeah. Key spiritual advisor. Key why do you need a spiritual advisor? Her sole job is to whip up support in the yep. uh, Christian yeah. community. Yeah. She's a mad bitch. Do you think I don't think they believe any of it myself. Uh, Probably not. No. I'm I'm I really wanna do it. I wanna be a televangelist, stand there and just start spouting off the most fucking stupid shit. And then see if people will give me money in America. And once I've made enough, I'll just pack it in and fuck off back to Brighty. Well, sounds like a business plan to me. Why don't you go to Barclays tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I need a, I need a couple of grand for plane tickets to to America. <laughs> Defraud gullible yanks. Yeah. Fair enough. I mean, right. We don't really get it over here, do we? There's not. It's not. Yeah. People who are religious over here are looked at as a bit weird, aren't they? Well, they are, aren't they? You know, yeah. I mean, have you ever been to Chester? There's a bloke oh, there, and he's there every weekend. Mm. He's outside the church, usually, in the high street, and he's just screaming out Bible stuff, and everyone's just walking around, <laughs> going, oh, this fucking moron. Yeah, but that's because he's in the street screaming about it. I think people would be like that in any country. Religion's just not that a big a deal in this country, is it, really? No. We've But we've had a lot longer to get over it than the Americans. We've had, like, thousands of years. Well, it's also worth pointing out that most not of them... Not that long. A thousand years. No. A few hundred since we... All right, we know history and timelines is not my strong point. Fifteen-something, Henry VIII decided to knock, mm. knock Catholicism on the head because the Pope wouldn't give him a divorce. Mm. And then... He said, I admire that, though. It's like, well, I'll start my own religion with more wives. <laughs> of course, we had um, Cromwell. Yeah, Puritans. It is worth pointing out that most of the British English people who went to America were probably the more religious fanatics that we didn't really have in, didn't really want in the country. You know, it, yeah, it wasn't the people. They didn't go be to America because they were being persecuted. They went to America so that, because they weren't allowed to persecute other people in their own country. Yeah, anymore. pretty much, yeah. <laughs> so it was like, you know, the mo like Ben says, most fundamental people yeah. went over there. So they've always got that in them, I suppose. They'll always go for it. Yeah, I was thinking that, but they like literally... Okay, some of the hardiest people, the ones that didn't die, must have gone over there. But it was literally the dumbest. Like, you know, because it was all the religious fanatics. It was like some of the shittest people we had went yeah. over there and started. But we love you guys, and you gave us lots of cool stuff. Like the Ghostbusters. Yeah. You're shame you're a bit shooty. 
wrestling. <laughs> they are a bit shooty. Yeah. You see all them uh, gun rights protesters this week? Uh, no. Oh, man, it was... They're at the Capitol they, they genuinely, they, they? they actually went into the Capitol building and they've got... Uh, like AKs, they've got the fake the balaclavas over their heads, they've got chest drinks full of ammo, ammo pouches loaded up, and you're thinking, hey. you genuinely think you're the good guys? You look terrifying. I don't know, Rambo. Yeah, but this guy. isn't Rambo, this is just some bloke who could be your neighbour who's mm. walking around with 300 rounds of AK-47 ammunition with his gun locked and loaded with yeah. a balaclava over with his face. With a mental illness and no healthcare. With <laughs> a mental illness and no healthcare. Sweet, sweet rifles. <laughs> if the people want to own a gun, right, I'm I'm okay with that as long as. It, but you don't need to own a military death machine. No. A rifle, a shotgun. Mm. Yeah, okay. I'm having you, strong background hunting. checks to make sure yeah. that people... bazookas are okay. They can you know, technically you can have whatever you want feel to defend your home, but you, you can't purchase Bazooka weapons. Will do it. I watched one thing where this bloke had an anti-aircraft gun in his back garden. That'll do it. See what I mean? No, he was like, this, case, fence, this, was, this was like a long time ago, and he was like, "Oh, this is in case the Reds drop in." Yeah. It's well, Red Dawn, mate. Well, he says it's if the Reds drop in, but we all know the reality is, if he saw a black teenager climbing over his fence, yeah. he would obliterate his fence and like the ground and like next yeah. to his house with his what size rounds will be in. Oh, it. I, I don't know. It could be. There wouldn't be a lot left of said teenager though. Yeah, exactly. They'd be right. put, they'd be picking up in a bin bag. Yeah, let's say he'd, that. Get, he'd get away with it though at court as well because he'd be like, "Well, he was climbing his fence." Yeah. And it is a perfectly legal anti-aircraft gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Happiness is a one gun. Yeah. Apparently yeah. so. Well, must be. But the thing is, you, you don't need a military death machine. You don't need something that fires six hundred rounds in a minute. No, if you can't kill a deer with one shot, rifle, shouldn't be hunting or fishing. Yeah, not the sport for you. So you're telling me, right? You're trying to get involved in my rights and tell me that I can't hunt a deer with a belt-fed machine gun <laughs> that has a tripod, right? And is towed by. A four by four. You're telling me <laughs> if you want to put an American I, machine gun, I can't take one of them to the forest and mow down half a fucking acre. <laughs> yeah, it's my goddamn god-given freaking right or something constitutional paperwork, bitch. You shouldn't be hunting if you need three hundred rounds to kill a fucking deer. You've never seen how fast that a shot you are. <laughs> They're fast. Deers are fast. Well, that's the sport of hunting. Yeah. From that, you know, it's, it's a challenge to hit it. Not just spraying 30 rounds into the forest and hoping you hit something. You're trying to tell me, right, that as a law-abiding, God-fearing, red-blooded American... The minute you said God-fearing, you know you can't have a gun. a shoulder-mounted bazooka into the forest <laughs> to fire at an animal. Well, I tell you what, why don't you just get a mortar, set yourself up a back a bit and just shell the forest and then go in and see what you've killed? Mate, if I could, I'd call in a fucking airstrike on these fucking deers. Napalm it. <laughs> I'd gas the fucking guns out of the forest, then mow them down with miniguns. But... I'll finish off with a van if that's all right. I'm being very facetious. I believe... I agree with both of you. I'm going to be very jokey for the, for the listener. Yeah, I don't know. You don't need an AR-15, do you? But anyway... No, if we move on. We don't live yeah. there, so who gives a fuck? But still, it was pretty freaky to see these guys just sort of trotting around through town with locked and loaded weapons and chest rigs full of ammo. It was like, and they're the good guys. Yeah. This is a good segue into the next bit of news. It is, actually, yeah. Burger off. Burger off. Cops try bribing gunmen with a McDonald's breakfast during arm siege, but he says no. I'd have just fucking had that breakfast straight out of the rounds. Oh Cops God. tried to end a nine-hour armed standoff with a gunman by bribing him with a McDonald's breakfast, but he told them to burger off. Balaclava-clad armed, armed police used the £4.19 McMuffin meal... Oh, it's a McMuffin, I'm fucking in. ...to try and lure the man after hours of failed negotiating in Kidderminster, Worcestershire. Not far from us. No. 
It is ridiculous, isn't it? <laughs> That's the British police. They'll do anything to end something painlessly. But the suspect had barricaded himself inside a house and was threatening to harm himself, turned down the fast food meal. Oh, no, he's got to be mentally ill if he's turning down a McMuffin. <laughs> An armed officer took it to the door, but he refused it. Maybe he wanted a Burger King. Nah, I don't want to take a Burger King over at McDonald's. <laughs> I don't know. Well, they brought back the fucking Mega Mac now, guys. Oh, wow. <laughs> a spokesman said ordering fast food was among a range of tactics used by negotiators. The standoff, which started at 3am and saw residents evacuated from their homes, ended at around midday. It was believed the man had threatened to blow up the property. That's why it had to ah, be evacuated. Fair enough. Fire crews, dog handlers and medics were all on standby outside Park Court in Park Street. A man, 52, was arrested on suspicion of firearms offences. I just love they got Uber Eats to deliver it. Uh. <laughs> so hang on, they've evacuated the street because he's going to blow it up, and then they have the audacity to order an Uber Eats, so some poor guy's got to come into the fucking explosion zone to deliver this breakfast. Yep. Well, they don't paid. care about his safety, do they? He gets paid. Yeah, but he's got an extra pound. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I hope they tipped him. On, on, on a, Look, he's got a story to tell. On another note, I mm. do fucking love that you can just order a McDonald's to your house now. It's fucking amazing. Is it? Yeah. <sighs> I feel it represents... Because I myself have ordered McDonald's several times to be delivered and I always feel very, very shitty afterwards because it does represent a low point in society. What, ordering a McDonald's to your house? Yeah. How? Because they're fucking everywhere. They're not exactly far away, are they? No. It's not good food. Nice though, isn't it? Mm. It's sort of... It's like McDonald's food is like an 80-year-old woman who's got like the best boob job and like the world's best makeup on. It's sort of satisfying on a surface level, but deep down, you know it's shit. Like, in the guts of it, it's like... Just not good food. It's not. It's hundred percent British beef. It's not, it has prime cuts. It's not made of materials that like other foods are made of. They're like, like, for example, I've dropped chips in the van. Yeah. And they've stayed there for like eight months, nine months, and they still look the same. They've done experiments, guys, and you can still see it—the chips and the burger. Yeah, yeah. Like you can three watch years on or something, yeah. It's barely even started to decompose. There's so much preservatives Mm. and stuff in them. Yeah, that little thin, like, 0.5 gram microscopic slice of burger that you get may well be 100% beef, but what the fuck is in the sugary bread? And it's just not good. And you're always hungry. You can stuff yourself with it. Mm. You can't move. Fart. And then you feel fine. And an hour later, you're hungry again. It's not real food. Nice though, isn't it? No, it's like, it's like an eight-year-old with a good boob job. Well, I love me a McDonald's, a Big Mac. Me too, but it's not good food. I'm not saying it is, and I haven't been, I haven't been bought off by the McDonald's so Corporation it, at all. Getting it sent to your house, I think, is it's going to represent a low point. It is a low point for society. Because now people, instead of having to well, go one step to away from grot boxes. Exactly. At least to shovel that yeah. horrific, bad for you shit down your throat, you had to fucking leave your fucking house and go somewhere. You know, you had to... Yeah, but in the car, through in a drive-thru. Yeah, all right, but it's yeah, still... Yeah, but there's a queue in there. But so but now, and I go to McDonald's and I see those delivery men. Man, that food sits around for a while before it makes its way to your door. And they put it in a big foil bag to keep it warm. But it sits on the counter for ages waiting. Nah. Anyway, let's move on. Move on. Yeah. Don't order them to. Don't do it every day. A, you'll be broke. I mean, B, fat. you'll die. <laughs> Fatter. And when the guy starts opening the door and going, all right, Ben. <laughs> nah, because I never tip. Fair enough. Here's a tip. Drop the food off. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> What's next? Men are dipping their testicles in soy sauce as part of a new disgusting trend. I don't get this shit. I've said it once and I'll say it again. I hate the internet. I don't understand how people are coming up with all these stupid trends. Seriously, 
It's like these kids don't have anything more to do than come up with a gross and stupid way to become viral. Introducing a new gross trend, testicle dripping, dipping. Buckle up, because this is a good one. Apparently, people on TikTok, which is a new social media, or, or like a video sharing... Oh, right. That's the same um, app that people are putting bags of bleach on their eyes right. to change their eye colour. Okay. Oh, yeah. They're grabbing soy sauce and rubbing it on their testicles. Why? Well, to see if they could somehow taste it. According to BuzzFeed, the strange trend began when someone found an article about a 2013 study... It is true. ...that claimed testicles not only have taste buds, yep. but can also detect flavours. What in the world? <laughs> that is true, apparently. <laughs> so that's when people decided to put this stupid theory to the test and then the salty and soy-based condiment was apparently just a thing to prove it. A TikTok user called Alex James, who has more than 95,000 followers, mind you, decided to step it up and give it a go. So there he is, grabbing the soy sauce in one hand and then dips his hand in it and puts it in his balls. I appreciate him not actually dipping his testicles in the container, though, because that would have been a whole different video. So as expected, the video blew up and automatically went viral, because, duh... I'll have to admit it, I was curious too. I don't know, I put my balls in my ex-girlfriend's ass. I didn't taste shit. <laughs> was that why you had the nickname Shitty Balls? Yeah, that was it. <laughs> in theory, if she's been eating, like, curry powder... I don't know why she would just eat curry powder, but... But then she put your balls in her mouth. You could pick up the flavour. And... Yeah. Like your balls so. will be able to sense the curry flavour. But where do you taste it? In your mouth? No, so can your balls taste it? Your mouth does that, how does that taste receptor to get to my ah, brain? Ah, well, that I don't know, mate. I don't so know. what I don't know is, doesn't it kick off your... I maybe. So I put soy sauce in my balls and my brain tells my tongue it's taste. Or does my brain... See, because taste is... I, I'm confused. <laughs> All right. I don't know how brains work. All right, do we have any soy sauce? Yes. Really? Are you going to put it on? Yeah. On me? No, on me. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to dip your nuts in it, I don't mind. I'll do it. I'm not putting my balls in soy sauce. Got some hot mustard. <laughs> no, I don't like mustard. If I taste it, I want to just enjoy it. You like a bit of mustard on a hot dog? No. What the... F I don't have ketchup on it. Ah! Yeah, you psycho. You don't have it dry. Yeah, they had cheese on. You had cheese on dogs, can you? They do cheese on dogs. Onions. No, 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 mayonnaise. no, 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 not mayonnaise. Onions, onions, ketchup. onions, mustard, ketchup. No, I have it as, as nature intended. Not much mustard. As nature intended. <laughs> so you go. Do you eat dry toast? No. Good. No, I would you put, put you on English it. mustard on a, on a hot dog. Any? You know that the Americans, their mustard is like a cheese. It, it doesn't like taste like good. No, I like ours with a bit of kick to it. No, no, no I'm not doing for that. I had hot mustard pork scratchings the day. Fucking mm. lovely. So I bet that was it. Oh, no, not bad. I don't like much of it. I just like a little tiny, a little taste of it with the ketchup. Oh, why, why would I want to destroy the, the noble pork scratching by having a mustard flavour? Do you know where hot dogs got their name? No. Because there was a rumour that they were made. Because nobody, it was an indistinguishable meat, wasn't it? Yeah. So, People just yeah. joke that it was dogs. Probably is sometimes. Yeah, I fucking love me a hot dog. I don't. I'd take a burger over a hot dog any day. Yeah, me too. But would you eat smeat? What smeat? Synthetic meat. I would if it I'm didn't cost eight hundred thousand pounds mm. an ounce. I've eaten corn. I just. Uh, I like corn. Mm. But this is different. Smeat corn is like a natural protein, like a, a, a mushroomy yeah type thing. But this lab-grown meat is like literally. Fucking, like, what's what's the word I'm looking for? Like, Dolly the Sheep. Oh, right. I don't know. But it's, it's literally lab-grown. It's not like they took some meat and cloned it. They took cells. Yeah, and, like, grew it and, like... Yeah. And apparently it tastes great. So why is there people starving, then, if we can just make meat? Because it costs, apparently... Yeah. At, the, at, the at the moment, it costs millions and millions of pounds to do this, but eventually it'll get streamlined, won't it? Cam off it. Builder 53 claims Megxit... Uh, Megs is his Meghan Markle and Prince Harry leaving the royal family. What are they doing? They're just going off to be normal people and live in Canada. It was a cover-up to hide the truth that he's Charles and Camilla's secret son. 
Right. Yeah. yeah. A builder has, has made the bonkers claim that Megxit was a cover-up to hide the truth that he is Prince Charles and Camilla's son. What the fuck are the son reporting on a builder talking about? Because any cunt can ring up and sell their story to the fucking son. Yeah, as Gaz proved. Yeah. I've got a fucking bonkers idea on Megxit. All right, then we'll print that. Well, Mike, remember, for the listener, to be fair, it was me who didn't follow up on it because I backed out. But I sent the son an email telling him that the ghost of Winston Churchill's bad advice had caused me to lose my job. Yeah. And they fucking emailed me back, like, when's a convenient time to talk? Like, they were interested in that <laughs> shit, right? They'll think, You've got to go through with that again. We'll think of another one, one yeah. that I'll be more confident telling them, because I thought, oh, if I've got to tell this on the phone to somebody, he's going to see straight through me event. If it's something I can convincingly believe Does in... Is that like a slap-jawed yokel? You'll be fine. Uh, no. You'll, you'll fall for it. The thing is, will they want to take his picture? Yeah, no, see, Do you want your picture or name in a national newspaper? No, unless it's something like... Um, you could always stay anonymous. Oh, yeah. Maybe Change your name. No, unless it's a good story. Like, my, my girlfriend's orgasms are so powerful, like, it makes the lights in our house flicker on and off. Yeah, you don't want, like, I was fingered by the ghost of Jimmy Savile. <laughs> no, you don't want that. What? Why? Just <laughs> give you an example of a news story that you wouldn't want to run with. I know, but I was never at no point tempted to involve Savile. I don't want him in me. Every time someone Googles your name, it'll be exactly. Now then, now then. Oh. <laughs> mm. uh. <laughs> so what's this cunt gonna say? <laughs> you scroll down for me. She doesn't even live in this country. No, he lives in Australia. Oh fuck him. What's he saying? He's saying, despite his bizarre claim being thrown out of court three times uh... already, Simon is now heading to Australia's High Court in a bid to mm. force Charles and Camilla to take a DNA test. I... The British-born engineer claims his adoptive grandparents, Winifred and Ernest worked as a cook and gardener for the Queen and Prince Philip and told him many times he was Charles and Camilla's child. Oh, we got proof then, haven't you? Simon the cook was... and the gardener said it, it's got to be true. <laughs> <laughs> Simon was born in Gosport, Hampshire in April 1966 and now lives in Queensland where he filed papers to the High Court before Christmas in a bid to force the Duke and Duchess of Cornwall to take a DNA test. He said they've been sent to a High Court judge in Sydney to review the case. Simon claims the royal family must have learned of his High Court sub- submission and it would have caused panic. With Charles and Camilla together pre nine. I think they did have a bit of when a When they were youth, weren't they? Yeah. She um, introduced him to herself to him, if I remember right, by saying, Hi, I'm Camilla, whatever her name was when, before she was married. Do you um, like fucking horses? She says, Oh, my, my great-great-grandmother was your great-great-grandfather's mistress. And Charles went, Hmm. And just like nodding her. How do they account then for Princess Diana being pregnant and going to hospital and having a baby? Oh no, he still did that, but she, you seen before he married this Diana. Is, yeah, way back in the day. Back in the day? On Charlie. Yeah, no, young, it's not like Prince Harry or anything. No. No, because we all know Prince Charles is So he's, he's saying he's Harry's half brother. Ah, got you. Is there a picture of him? Oh, that he's. Ah, he's yeah. the secret is there son. Is a picture of him? Yeah. Go down. So what's there you go. <laughs> Charles and Camilla's son. Can't see it myself. Nah, bollocks. Nah. So he'd have been, Charles would have been 21. And they gave it to the cook and gardener to look after it. Yeah. Here you go, look after this for me. a scandal or whatever. Yeah. Doubtful. Very doubtful. You never know if anything's happened. Like a Nazi become Pope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next up. NASA administrator suspended after claims of imminent alien invasion. This is from the World News Daily Report. I think it's fake news then, but no, no, it's it's not like finest investigative reporting on the planet. Is it? Yes. All right then. The highest-ranked official of the National Aeronautics and Space Administration, NASA. Yay, NASA. Charles Bolden was put on sick leave for six months after he publicly declared that an extraterrestrial invasion would take place before 2025. A veteran of four space flights aboard the shuttle Columbia Discovery in Atlantis, M. Bolden, 
has logged over 680 hours in space and is the administrator of NASA since 2009. He shocked many people during a conference in Houston on Saturday by declaring that it's only a question of months, maybe years, before technologically advanced aliens invade our planet. Well, that's what we've got Solar Warden and Space Force. Mm. On a side note, I want a, a uh, conspiracy group I'm in. I decided to have a bit of fun with them. Mm. Uh, someone asked the question about do they think there's like Randy Kramer's telling the truth and all that. And I managed to convince some people that I too was actually a veteran of a Mars warp. Wow. I said something along the lines of, well, I was out there garroting reptilians for 20 yeah. years and I came home, where was my parade? And people were sticking up for me. Well, <laughs> it was great. They can't prove you didn't serve. That's true. Support our troops. Well, this is bollocks, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, probably. Last bit of news, guys. Yeah, Go this on, is just man. ironic, really. It's a very short one. Brexit beer, you're obsessed, man. Brexit beer has been delayed. <laughs> just like the whole thing <laughs> itself. Well, I don't know what site this is, Ben, but it says, due to the amount of abuse we have had via email, Twitter and Facebook, along with many personal attacks online, we have had to delay Brexit beer. It was always our intention to unite a disparate nation, but many people out there didn't see it that way. We appreciate all the support we have had, along with those who have ordered Brexit beer for today. We are hoping to get Brexit beer back on sale at some point in the future. The Brexit beer team. I just found it funny that it was Brexit was delayed for three years and now the beer's also been delayed. Brexitbeer.com <laughs> I think I got this from a, a gammon page I follow on Facebook. You know, I think it's... Uh, like they have every right to release... A beer called Brexit beer because Brexit's happening. Yeah, yeah, of course they have. Sorry, it's not pretty sad. Doesn't mean that we can mock it. We can't mock it. There's a difference between mock it. Don't you think it's pretty sad that due to the amount of abuse we have had via email, Twitter, and Facebook, they're making a beer. They didn't fucking cause Brexit. I I assume you could probably assume they voted for it, or maybe they're just opportunist. Maybe. I don't know, I think it's pretty sad. Because <laughs> this is this is modern day Britain. If you stick an exit at the end of a word now, that's cool. Brexit, makes it. Oh, well, you know? I could honestly go the rest of my life happily without ever fucking hearing the words Brexit, gammon, sovereignty. Wish they'd never coined that phrase, Brexit. Oh, I don't ever want to talk about it ever again. The country's fucked now, anyway. The battle lines are drawn. We're never going to be united again. Yeah. As a country, that's it. There's always going to be divisions in any society, and, and the fact that the media and the wealthy they play on that, and they make it, they make the schisms, whatever you call it, bigger. Well, you when know. all the old cunts are dead, we'll probably rejoin. Maybe. All the old cunts, like our parents, yay! Oh, well, they're <laughs> going to die eventually, aren't they? Yeah, I know, but it's like. Look at the way it's reduced you the terms. Fucking of boomers. You think, how you think of the other people in your country. Fucking boomers, fuck them. Like, everyone who voted, <laughs> uh, every single person who voted leave is a gammon and a cunt who deserves to die. Everybody who's old is a cunt who deserves to die. Yeah. Oh, God. I actually, radical proposal I would have had in that election was that you shouldn't, uh, if you're over a certain age, you shouldn't have a say in that referendum. Ridiculous, guys, isn't it? You because you're not, going to be, you're not going to be around to see the effects. Yeah, but you're I can't wait to ask you when you're fucking 70 how you feel about that. If somebody that tries telling you when you're 70 that all your opinions, all your life experience, all the years that you've been through are completely negated and don't mean shit because somebody half your age thinks that you don't get a fucking say. It's, yeah, but it's something that's going to affect the country long past my life. It doesn't matter. It's just you can't fucking... Yeah, no, you can't, I'm sorry, you can't. Like, just because I know I'm about to die or whatever, it doesn't mean that I, d- I want my country to get to shit. I still want to be able to have that vote. To be and I to... think that's a story that Remainers like to tell themselves to simplify it. That like, oh, it's just old country, like, because that's easier to tell yourself than like, no, nah, a lot of people really wanted it. They don't know what they want, what it is they're after, but they voted for it. There's nothing you can do. Well, I can't wait for the NHS right. to get that 350 million quid a week. I know, I've, man. I must have seen that joke about like. 18 million times this week it's so it just it's all just let it go let it go focus on other things important things like yeah i'm with you on that guys like it's gone now forget it you know what can you do it was always a side issue anyway Mm. well either we're controlled by the oligarchs in europe or we're controlled by the oligarchs in britain 
Oh, British oligarchs are better than <laughs> British oligarchs for British people. Uh, it's basically what they voted for. Yeah. Uh, but, you know. Anyway, I think that concludes. Uh, either, either way, you're voting for yeah. one bunch of reptilians or another bunch of reptilians. Uh, yeah. Either way, you the music. Right, thanks for listening. I've been Ben. I'm going to say, don't drink the Flavor Aid. Don't join a cult. I've been Gaz. Free Biff Tannen. Orange Man Bad. Good night. I'll be Mike. Thanks for listening. Peace out. May the force be with you.